0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the In The Mixer podcast, I'm your host Phil and uh, we start today, this episode, with some very sad news. Um, unfortunately I'm joined by Michael and Elias.
1: Oh, wow.
0: It <laughs> would be much better if I was here on my own.
1: Is that the sad news?
0: That was the sad news, yeah. You to yourself.
2: Alright, well, yeah, see right. you later then.
0: Yeah.
1: You, Elias, do you want to go and just watch one more? Yeah. Alright, right.
0: like, we'll so... I'll be joined by Arsene Wenger for the rest of this episode as he's uh, out of work.
1: I, I uh, did not know I would be here.
0: That's excellent. So how are you, Arsene? You doing? You doing well?
1: I uh did not see what I was like.
0: Okay. How's your how's your volume? Are you <laughs> you at a good volume, Arsene? Cuz you're coming across quite quiet, it seems.
1: It is uh my normal voice.
0: Okay, stop. Can we get back into the episode, please? <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, you started off by insulting us, so, as usual.
0: It's the it's the way I feel most comfortable doing the intros, by, you know, diverting some of the anguish onto you two. How are you guys, by the way? Because I've seen you both very recently. I haven't seen yeah. you for the last three days, I think. Wow. And we've all had rather unfortunate events happen to us since then, haven't we? Yeah. yeah.
1: Birmingham won. Birmingham That's not an unfortunate event. <laughs> Why did you just strike me, in fact, the way that I, I, I'm ill. That was what I'm ill, which is the most saddening thing of the weekend.
0: Indeed, that's the most saddening.
1: Yeah. Mm. And so I have to, I have to apologise if at any point I sound like um, Snoopy. Is it Snoopy? Snoopy. One, or is it not Snoopy? The hello, I thought like me.
0: the sad dog from the yeah that one. I don't know his name. Apologies. What about you, Elias? What's your what's your sad news? Or your
2: back, back in Sweden.
0: Uh, oh boo! Boom. Phil, Come back to a country that hates the EU. Yeah. So
2: what's
1: your sad news?
0: My sad, well, my sad news: I had a flat tire Monday, so I had to. Oh. But I didn't have a tire iron, so then I had to go around so like I literally asked a random. I literally walked into some random workplace and asked if I could borrow someone's wheel nut. And it didn't did even it work right after yet? that. Didn't even work. So.
1: Oh right.
0: Well, that's sad. It's sad. It's sad. So I had to go home, get my wheel nut, get my tire iron, because I didn't put them in the back of the car. Because I'm stupid.
1: You that know? is pretty. You've got you've got all sorts in the back of that car as well. I know. have seen it.
0: That you had a pram. had a pram. unmentionable a things on.
1: And a bit, ba- yeah. <laughs> and a royal mail bike. all in one.
0: All in one. That's it. Anyway, should we talk about some football? Because some quite big news has happened really this week. <gasps> um, the main attraction uh, to the tabloid. Sports areas has been uh, Arsene Wenger. He's announced he is leaving Arsenal at the end of the season. This is huge news as he's been Arsenal manager literally for both of your lifetimes.
1: It combined?
0: Not combined. I mean, oh. so who knows what happened before then? Because I was only three, so. Really? I think so.
1: It's sad. And it, it's it's kind of funny how it's gone from, we oh, yeah, hate Arsene, get him out of that club to. Legend, absolute legend, pure French delight. He's like a graceful French <laughs> <brash>.
2: stick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he literally is a French stick. He's like very skinny.
0: And I just want to smother him in butter. Yeah, yeah. turn him into garlic bread. I guess. Um, yeah. No, that's harsh, Michael. Come on. What? I think that's harsh. They... Calling out what Arsenal mean... fans on that.
1: What do you mean it's harsh? Arsenal fans are literally like that. But it. it... Yeah.
0: But you, so, but now he's gone. I think it's fair.
1: Yeah, it is fair. It's you have, just... They have
0: to appreciate what he's done for the club over the entire exactly. tenure. Yeah,
1: exactly. I guess there was. The, I guess it was always going to kind of be like like, like that kind of way. And it's mm. good that at least they gave him a good, they're giving him a good send off. But it'd be nice to see a bit more, like a few more fans turn up for his final games. I know that sounds <laughs> awful, but it's been empty at the Emirates recently.
0: Yeah, I mean that's always maybe gonna because be the he's case.
1: been there that long. There's like. Obviously, he's been there literally a generation, so they kind of underappreciate how long he's been there, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, it's always just been Arsene, so... I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's always been Arsene. He's, like, been such a part of... You know, he is Arsenal. You know, when you think of Arsenal, you think of Arsenal. But he, the, the weird thing about this, the managers they're being linked with, um, you know, the likes of Allegri, Simone, and people like that. Simone? what? Simeone. Um, very strange, considering... Arsen Wenger made Arsenal this amazingly attacking side who played great football um, and they don't particularly seem to be linked with any managers that have that as their philosophy I don't know Carlo, like, no. do like th-
2: Shalati has said no apparently yeah. that's pretty much what I've, what I've seen
0: mm. well I saw he's after Italy that, now apparently
2: yeah they don't really like fit
0: Yeah, yeah. but what do you think the right move is for Arsenal in terms of appointing a new manager where do you think they should go? I
1: kind of think that they should settle for a manager that's maybe going to follow on from the philosophies of Arsenal and reinstate that Arsenal football.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, what about you, Elias? Well, uh, I don't see like Arsenal getting a manager that can play the kind of football that Arsenal wanted to play with Arsenal. Uh, I, I, I kind of see them struggling for a bit, trying to reinstate some other football mentality. Because I don't see any managers that they can just pretty much like copy and come over and just work on our like our sense uh, idea. Because there are no managers like that anymore. Mm. There, there's so many like defensive minded, uh, defensive minded, like work rate minded managers nowadays that Arsenal are not,
0: like, they're a rare bunch, really. Mm. But they've been linked with the likes of Arteta and Vieira. And although they don't have the managerial pedigree, they are very much in that mould like you are investing in a a philosophy. And Mm. you would have thought, Arsene Wenger's last few years at Arsenal, the board have been happy with these sort of cup successes and kind of mediocre league campaigns. Um, So do you think they would be the perfect team to give patience to someone like that who could bring in a new philosophy to Arsenal? Because that's the thing, like you said Michael the gates are low, like they're not filling the stadium. What happens yeah. when Arsenal don't play attractive football? That goes down even more. Surely,
1: it depends on the results, though. I think at the end of the day, and I don't want to make make out that Arsenal fans are really fickle, but it can it, like, Modern football is that fans are going to turn up when the results are going their way. Mm. I, I I've seen the Arteta being tossed around quite a lot as as a rumored. New manager and it's obviously been featured on Sky Sports stuff like that. I kind of, I, I actually think it's probably the correct way to go in my opinion because it's like a new, fresh idea. And he's also he had the experience as a player, but he's had a lot of high level coaching experience where he's been, especially mm. at like City. That uh, he he's been through, he's been through managers that he's going to learn, uh, going to have learned a lot from. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I personally think I think the Arteta link is probably one of the. Better ones, and but then you're talking about the gate receipts and things like that. He's not going to be Arsenal announced Arteta as new manager. It's kind of it's not a big to Arsenal fans. It's not a big appointment.
0: Yeah. No, I yeah, that's it. This yeah, I really like the Arteta thing too. If you give it patience, it could work. Like you look at like how many like Guardiola, you know, not particularly a great manager. Uh, that's not what I said. <laughs> but not particularly a great manager when he got the job at Barcelona, but he was very much a philosophy, like, you know, coming through at Barcelona, you know, with the Cruyff links and all that. And that sort of, you know, basically engulfed the club. So if you have Arteta coming in or someone along those lines who's either learned under Guardiola, learned under Wenger, these are very two intellectual managers as he's been under um, now, learning and being tutored. But yeah, I think he, I think he could... You know, do a good job. If he gets the right people, you know, the right backroom staff with a bit more exactly. experience, it could work perfectly. I think.
1: I think the backroom staffs a really good point in that, while Arteta might not be a huge, fantastic, like high-level or oh, sorry high-profile signing, Arsenal can then attract the backroom staff to support him that can be to a high level, so they can bring in Vieira and and that'll be there to 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 the Arsenal fans. That'll be their sort of club talisman kind of thing. Mm. and then bring in uh, talented coaches to work with him because we, we all know that management these days isn't particularly just the single manager making all the decisions. There's a large amount of backroom staff that do a lot of work.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, yeah, I mean, Arsenal's has done brilliantly in his last few years. I think, you know, he's won three FA Cups in the last four years. Let's not forget that. He won't be winning this year's though because... His team did not get to the semi final, and they're the matches we're going to talk about first. Um, sh- uh, you know, games. Uh, should we talk about Chelsea first because I think we can get past that pretty quickly and then spend the majority of the time on Spurs' failings in the other game?
1: <laughs> Let's do it.
0: Um, yeah, Olivia Giroud, what a goal!
2: What a goal, yeah. I did not think he had those feats
0: <laughs> <all. laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. I mean. Celebrating Mo Salah winning Player of the Year by imitating the guy. No, he's not having that. He's not having that.
1: Giroud only scores good goals. That's it. That's all. Me and Elias both said it at the time. Giroud only scores good goals.
2: He went for a scorpion kick, didn't he, in the last game? (laughs)
0: Yeah. What's he gonna What's he gonna do to top this one then in the next in the next Chelsea game? What's your prediction? Nice. In the final. Whacking out the uh, Eric Lamella favourite. Um, no, seriously though, yes. Southampton didn't really offer much in this game, did they? I mean, they had chances. Um, that Shane Long. The season. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, I mean, yeah, Chelsea. I think they were always favourites going into this game. <laughs> like, I d- I don't. It sort of just played out the way you thought it would.
1: It's to a certain degree. I d- I don't think you can play down Southampton as much as. As that I don't. I don't think they were that far out of the game particularly, but the but they weren't ever in it in the same kind of. Yeah, I guess it was just solid, easy performance for Chelsea.
0: Mm. You compare it, it, it to their game in the league the other weekend, or well, last weekend. Yeah, like they put much true. more of a fight in that fixture.
1: That's true. They probably went in with a different mindset, though. Sort of, they've been playing in the league like they've got nothing to lose, and then in this, it's kind of we've got everything
0: to gain. Mm. Yeah, so. you thought that would have made it a more even playing field. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, Chelsea going through to the final, and we're gonna have a Conte Mourinho showdown once again, which is which has been a lot of fun the last few times those have, those two have met. There's no bad blood, apparently. It's no bad out. blood. Well, there won't be because Conte's like this is his last game. He'll be gone. Oh, yeah. He'll be waving goodbye to those Chelsea fans. Are you sure? I think, so. I think
2: so. I'm not too sure. To... <laughs> <laughs>
0: we just you're just not gonna buy out his contract and just gonna be like stay here.
2: Yeah, I don't see him like I of course I can see him leaving, but I I don't know. I'm it's not that, sure what he would do.
0: It's it's like a game of chicken between like Abramovich and Conte at the moment. Who blinks first, sort of thing?
1: No, it's it's like in the the office where they're all pointing guns at each or the Spider Man <laughs> meme where they're pointing guns at each other. It's literally that it's yeah.
0: literally that. Yeah. Um maybe venger to to Chelsea I guess, what you <laughs> your <laughs> thoughts on that. Stop. He hasn't retired. He hasn't retired.
1: Yeah, he's just leaving.
2: I don't want to hear this.
0: No.
1: Well, about no. Wenger to Monaco or something like that. I go back. Maybe,
0: maybe. There's one person you won't be getting next season, Elias. and That's Joe Barton. But we'll talk about that later. Um, Manchester United's uh, performance in this game can be described in one word, and that word is Mourinho. Agree. Oh,
1: <laughs> how, about, how about you talk about this
0: one? Well, I'd rather not. Um, why, but, why? Because it was it was terrible. Um, Spurs were brilliant for the first fifteen minutes, and I thought um, after the United goal, the first one, well, more, more. I mean, Spurs were in the first half more than the second. But after the second United goal, it just struck me as like Spurs when they conceded that goal to Juve, just rabbit caught in the headlights, just instantly, just the, the the pressing stopped. You know, they just, I don't know. The aggression went, and they were really, really poor um and that was partly due to Mourinho's tactics of you know the the deep the deep line and the um counter attacking play um you know using lukaku and, and rashford late on um but oh my God, ander Herrera, the worst man in football,
1: I, I hate him
2: really,
0: <laughs> I hate him so much, I
2: think it should be just ban football. Or could take over Arsenal as manager. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. And
0: I hate, hate him even more. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he, he had a great game. <laughs> if you're a United fan, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, a lot of controversy going into this game with Larice not playing. I know vorm has been the cup keeper um, all season, but it seemed weird, especially when you look at the other side and um, the gags starting, even though. Um, What's his name? Romero's been in goal for all the FA Cup campaigns, so who knows what's going on there. It was um,
1: scary. It's something like the City won in the final a couple of years back. Was it City? Where it was, it was Willie Caballero all year, and then they switched to Joe Hart in the final. Was it? Was it I feel like it was City. Maybe. Yeah, was
2: Joe Hart to Caballero in <laughs> the yeah,
1: <Sean. laughs> yeah, Yeah, I mean that. But I've, I, I might be making that part up, but yeah, I, I don't know. <clears throat> it's kind of like a player morale thing, isn't it, really? How much mm. trust do you have? Like, has formed done much wrong up until this point in
0: the cup? Mm. Um,
1: are you slowly sinking into sadness over like, there?
0: Yeah, I just, yeah, I wish we hadn't spoken about this now because it's all just coming back to me. Like the hey, acceptance hey, that we on. are terrible. Eight FA Cup semi-finals in a row, we have not won.
1: It sounds really sad, but the Spursy thing is so true. How about we move on? How about we, we move on to a different game for you? Well,
0: we should talk about United, though, because they did play really well. They defended really well. Harry Kane couldn't do it. It's, I mean, it was like watching England, at the Euros. Like, the team's just playing so deep and not being able to create anything. Um, I think the problem with this game and what we've seen with Spurs kind of all season, really, it's kind of like, they just can't stamp, well, when it matters, you know, when the chips are down, they cannot control games like, I mean, we saw Spurs at home to United earlier this season, they played really well, you know, they demolished Chelsea at Stamford Bridge just a few weeks ago, and then they come come to this game when it really matters, and then you've got things like Pochettino talking down the FA Cup, and, you know, it's just, it's just weird, it's just so strange, it's like it this really should massive. be a competition that Spurs win, or be aiming to win every season, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, if you can't if you can't challenge for the league, then yeah, sure they they need to go for something, Mm. and that's just like the mentality that Spurs haven't gone really, Uh, that they should have at this point because they've been a been a top top four team for a while now, Mm. but they keep on being that top four team but not really doing anything else. Yeah, weird to me.
1: Yeah, so at what point do you have to expect progress? Yeah, Uh, and but but it's but it's sort of like. It's it's really difficult for Spurs because they have made a lot of progress under Pochettino, and getting rid of Pochettino to try and make progress might be the opposite. It might be a backwards move. Yeah, and it's just they're they're really caught in a dilemma. Yeah, Very
0: careful, Spurs. No, he
1: said it for Chelsea. He has to he has to say it back.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's weird. It is Spurs just accepting the fact that they are the team that aren't supposed to win? Like United, they just sort of they didn't want they didn't want to win the game at, like at some point there it was like they were happy to be that that team that almost the almost men. like they don't want to reach that next level kind of cuz that game was there for the taking like in the first 15 minutes like they absolutely dominated united um started with the early goal and it was really just a mistake from dembele that let united back into it and then yeah the mentality shifted
1: it it, it definitely is a mentality thing though that it's definitely not based on ability which is like where does that mentality stem from Mm. It's like they can't win the league. They feel like they can't go out and, they, they, like you said, they're taking control of this game. Spurs, unless it's a lower team in big games, that in a maybe the City game last season is the last time they really took control of a big game. Yeah, they they they're always if they win them, it's sort of I do not say it's down to luck because obviously it's not, but they never control the possession and look like they're going to win. They always have a mistake in them or something like that, and that just seems to be purely mentality.
0: Mm. It is, I think this is the, as a fan, this is sort of the straw that broke the camel's back almost in the fact that I really think this could be the game where a lot of those players look and think, yeah, we should probably leave because it really felt like everyone was sort of done, especially Pochettino with some of the comments he was saying after the game. But yeah, that's just a sad time. But I do, I do want to fully credit Manchester United and Mourinho because when, the you know, <laughs> you take league form out of it. He's just going to a game. This is why he's so good at cup competitions because he can beat any team any day, in any situation and in menta- a one-off game.
1: Mentality again. Mm. He wins the mind games. He like spurs. He could f- instantly flip around like the, f- like the odds and all sorts. Yeah. And and the logic of Mourinho taking the pressure off his players by playing the mind games itself It's like as as annoying as it is and as obvious as it is. It actually really works. Mm his players go out there without any of the attention on them and it's purely on his mind so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Still sad, though. Okay, we're going to go to a break now and I'm going to try and cheer up, so we'll catch you back in part two.
2: Be sure to follow us on Twitter at The The Indermixer Show for updates about our podcast. Share your opinions in our polls, get stuck in with the latest news and interact with us during ongoing games. As Tim Cale very nicely put it, no money in this world could convince me to unfollow In The Mixer Show. It goes against everything I stand for, no chance. At In The Mixer Show on Twitter.
0: Hello, welcome back to part two. We're going to talk about the Premier League champions now, because they sealed, well, they didn't seal it, they'd already won it, but they celebrated their title victory with a massive win over Swansea. I I'm still deflated after talking about that. So I'm going to try and cheer up. Um but yeah, Man City sealing or celebrating the league championship in style smashing Swansea. Was it 5-0 in the end? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, 5-0 in the end. And, uh, yeah, City I mean I mean I know they've won the league. But what is your opinion uh, your what is your opinion on premeditated pitch invasions? <laughs> Because it was the worst thing ever.
1: It, I watched... Yeah. It's weird.
0: It's like... It's not like they've won... You know... It's, won not, it's not
1: like a feeling of jubilation. It's just how we're going to run on the pitch. Yeah, literally.
0: Literally. That's it. And You know, it would have been funny if they'd lost the game and still run on the pitch. That would have been yeah.
1: good. <laughs> we were on the title. But yeah.
0: but yeah, it was it was certainly weird. But yeah, this is one of the problems with when teams win the league... Um, you know, when they're not on, when they, well, when they haven't just won a match, you have to go to Vincent Company in a pub or something to get some sort of emotion. Exactly. But um, what do we think this does to Swansea's chances of staying up?
2: Uh,
0: staying up. <clears throat> is this the knock? Is this going to knock them down a few pegs?
2: They're still staying up.
0: They're still staying up. Goal difference is a big deal, though, Elias. I don't
2: give, it, I don't give it a
0: goal <laughs> difference. They're staying up, even after West Brom's point against Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> you, there's just nothing there. Nothing there. Um, <laughs> West Brom got a point against Liverpool. Basically, Liverpool were two 0 up. Um, Jurgen Klopp wasn't happy that they didn't water the pitch. What's your opinions guess... on
1: that? We were talking about this when we, Elias. Yeah, it, uh, I'll let Elias talk about it because it's he just
2: for the for the standard in Premier League. Like, there's no pitch that is bad in the Premier League. You can't you can't go out and just say like oh the, this is how we want it to be like it's not you, you you're not the pitch inspector you're not the like the the pitch man like they're the ones who make the decisions you can't go out as managers say like oh you should have done this if it's not for like I can I, I can agree if it's like um, <clears throat> the West Brom manager coming out and saying uh, that we we should have done this instead. But if there's the opp- opposition manager just complaining about a pitch I, in the anything, Premier League,
1: if anything, it's a compliment to the groundsman because he did his job well yeah. and sort of got West Brom the point. It's pathetic. It's a really pathetic excuse. Mm. Like you're out there in the Champions League, uh, like in the it, coming up Champions League semi final, and all you can do is find about complaining about West Brom's pitch in the Premier League. Like, it's pathetic. Like, ha- yeah.
0: ha- like it really downgrades your team. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. Like. They've got top four sorted. Like, no one cares about this game because everyone's just waiting for the, the Champions League game. Like, just don't say anything, Klopp. Like, why does he have to be so arrogant? And then he's, like, saying stuff like, oh, you know, they're happy playing this way and they're in the Championship next season and we're not, you know, we're not and we're in the Premier League. It's funny. Or so, it's like, shut up, mate. Like, they're not even relegated um, yet. Have a bit of respect, please. But I guess not liking to lose is a beneficial trait to have as a manager, I guess. It's
1: just, it's just completely Klopp yeah and that that does like he is a really passionate manager and he he actually does tactically create a lot of chances and teams change under him but he does have this kind of and he had it in germany as well he does kind of have this little bit of like i don't know disrespect that comes out of him and just like this this different side to him like sore loser side Yeah. uh yeah and it's just it's not it's not right
0: yeah, He's not one of our favourite managers here at the In The Mix podcast. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> Darren Moore, though, West Brom. Three games, five points, no losses. A the win They're against Man United at Old Trafford. No. Well, I'm just saying, if they would got rid of Pardew earlier... Well, no, that is not what you're saying. <laughs> no, that is what I'm saying. That is exactly what I'm saying. If they'd got... Look, Look at the games they lost before this. Burnley at home, Bournemouth away, Leicester at home, Watford away, Huddersfield at home. The last five games. If Darren Moore was in charge of all of them, they're in the top four right now. They could still stay up. They could still stay up, that is true. And that is what I'm backing. West Brom to stay up, Elias, come on. Newcastle,
1: that's an easy win. Not Newcastle season was done. Swansea are winning the game this season. That's it. The Great Escape. It's on. It's the 2000... And what What even year was it? <laughs> Two
0: thousand and four, five. I'm I'm saying five. Two thousand and four, five season. Yeah. Kieran Richardson. Maybe they need to bring him in as manager. Jürgen Klopp hates hates Brexit as well. <laughs> Which I've written down here because he said something about it. He said it makes no sense. So he's insulting the majority of the uh, great British public. Quite rightly, I'd I'd argue. But anyway. Um. But yeah, should we talk about that game, the More Liverpool crazy. versus? Roma. <laughs> should we talk about? Should we talk about Brexit? So we spend a good forty <laughs> finish minutes. fifty-one to spend,
1: forty-nine.
0: See if we can make sense out of it. But no, um, Liverpool versus Roma. Then, so the first leg would have kicked off by the time we end this recording today. But who do we think is going through in that one?
1: Uh, who do we think and who do we want very different things?
0: Well, I've asked you who do you think. So go with that one.
1: I can't answer
0: that question, unfortunately. Okay. What about you, Alice? Who do you think is going to go through? Remember, we are a football podcast, and you must have an opinion. (laughs) 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 Otherwise, what's the point? Roma,
2: Roma. Roma, Roma. Roma.
0: Daniela de Rossi's been very excited. His long overdue game at Anfield. Um, Apparently been looking forward to playing his whole career, and he's going to get it today. Um, Uh,
1: Why did you just move there, then?
0: I mean, it's a very good question, actually. (laughs) Like... (laughs) But yeah, it's going to be, I think it's actually going to be a really close game. I think, like I said last week, how, you know, Roma were the uh, only team to finish top of their group. And I think they've done very well in the in the Champions League this season. Hence why they're in the semi-final. Brilliant. <laughs> um, but no, Henderson was saying Liverpool were underdogs for this game. I don't think that's true at all. I think, do, do you got... No, nah, definitely not. Yeah. Roma got to be underdogs, surely.
1: Yeah definitely the teams that Liverpool have been actually, I say that they beat Barcelona at Roma so mm. but I feel like that was more people feel like the Roma game was more a miracle that yeah. they rather than Liverpool who just outright beat City
0: yeah exactly
1: and, and obviously the English League is held in higher regard to the Italian League so
0: yeah it's true also none of the Roma players have ever won player of the year in the Premier League so.
1: no they haven't and who won it, Federico
0: Feder He didn't win it, no. He shouldn't. He didn't. Uh, but uh, but who did win it? Salah. There we Four go. <laughs> Not Kevin De Bruyne. Um. Not Kevin De Bruyne. And the other semi-final, which has almost been forgotten about because of the coverage of Liverpool Roma, is a uh, Real Madrid by Munich, which is uh, Oh yeah whoa, <laughs> which is quite a big game. It's it's it's, it's almost as big as this one because it's the other other semi-final. But um, it is. Yeah. Any prediction for this one? Or are you going to sit on the fence as well? Oh, I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's so close to call. I'm going to go uh, buying on away goals.
0: Oh, that's a very specific specific prediction. What about you, Elias? Mm. 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 Okay. That we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> um, Arsene Wenger will be looking to win... His first European trophy at Arsenal uh, in his last season. He faces Atletico Madrid over two legs in the semi-final. What do we think is going to happen here? Do you think this, like that Arsenal four-one win against West Ham, um, it seemed like I can't help but feel like Arsenal, we're going to go on like a farewell tour now and just smash teams <laughs> like for the rest of the season. But then obviously this game is a problem because Atletico Madrid don't get don't smashed. Get smashed. They literally drew nil nil this week. They they drew nil nil this weekend because they refused to like, <laughs> like, refused they, to concede. Yeah, they were at now, home. <laughs> who, who are they playing now? I can't remember. Um, it was like Villarreal or something. But no, it was Betis, and they just they were just like, now nah, we're not going to attack because we don't want to concede. And I and I applaud that. And that's the sort of football that Arsenal might be getting next season if they if they <laughs> employ Diego Simone. if the rumours are true. Um, we didn't concede, Blood. We did
1: not concede. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly um, so do you think Arsenal have much of a chance here because you know the form of players like Danny Welbeck is serious Serious. I can't stand to admit but
1: I think they do have a chance
0: don't have a chance they do have
1: a
2: chance oh right, yeah yeah I agree, sorry
1: <laughs> um, de- especially for the occasion
2: and if they go through against Madrid they're winning the whole thing so yeah <laughs> so you're
0: going to have a
1: Lazio well, final
2: yeah, we could have Arsenal in the the Champions League, anyways. It's gonna be fun, isn't it? And then Chelsea gonna lose out on it. What happens what, happens if,
0: uh, <laughs> what happens? what if uh, what happens if uh he gets the Champions League spot from winning Europe, and then he decides, no, I'm not leaving anymore.
2: I would love that. Would you love that? Yeah,
0: could happen. Currently in the Champions League, and then he wins the Champions League.
2: No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> farewell tour. Farewell tour. Um. What's the other semi final Europa League? I can't even remember. Olympic Maze. This is Salzburg. Yeah, yeah, Red Bull is Salzburg. Nice. I, I, you put that so get, elegantly.
1: Get Lazio back in the final.
0: <laughs> you can't just put another team back in the final. You should be able to. Also, there'll be serious issues with the uh, the kits there. I'm trying to
1: think. Wait.
0: Yes, they would. there would. <laughs> that took far too long.
1: Blue, <laughs> like blue,
0: blue, 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 blue. But yeah, so should be exciting games. Well, one of them. Um, the other should probably not be if Atletico Madrid pull off their game plan correctly. Um, I think that is the end of part two. We've spoken about so. European competition and we are going to come back with part three in a second. Thank you so much for listening to the In The Mixer podcast. Whether on iTunes or any other podcast app, we'd appreciate feedback and reviews. We're also on YouTube, but it goes up much quicker on all podcast services. Thank you so much for listening again, and we'll catch you in the mixer. Hello, and welcome back to part three. We're going to go around the world now. And by the world, I mean Europe, because that's all that matters in football. Apart from the World Cup, which is also in Europe.
1: You are just digging a hole.
0: Digging a hole, digging a hole. Uh, Anyway, um, Syria, Napoli... Yay! Yay! Kula Bali scored a header in the eight-ninth minute to make everyone in Turin sad, apart from the Napoli fans And the, that is fans the first who are also
1: time Phil has masturbated to a football <laughs> match. Everyone.
0: I wish you hadn't told. it no, that's not true. <laughs> let's just let's just get that out. Then.
1: Oh, the the article I saw was like football hipsters are turning away from Dortmund and they're now
2: interested in Napoli. <laughs> I, I saw something
0: it's... even weirder. I was like, yeah, FC St. Pauli. Yeah, is whatnot, is <laughs> and they're going from St. Pauli to Napoli, and then it was like, yeah, Napoli are really a hipster team compared to St. Pauli. It was a it's weird weird articles going around.
2: How can Napoli be a hipster team if they're like super mainstream? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. It's like it's like when. It's like when a cool rapper dude as the as I believe they know signs a record deal and sells out. Isn't it Michael? Is it exactly like that?
1: Yeah. No.
0: No. <laughs> we don't know. I don't,
1: really, I don't really know what you're talking about. <laughs> no.
0: Basically what yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Napoli 1-1 nil. A big game. The one point behind Juventus now. Um and Juventus still have some tough games to play including semi-finalists of the Champions League Roma. Um but in this game, everyone was wearing red paint on their face, which I didn't whilst watching I didn't understand why. I thought it was blood and like a lot of people had been elbowed. Like it was really weird. Um but yeah, that was for uh, raising awareness for domestic violence against women, I think. So that was a good cause in the end. It was just a bit confusing. Um at the time. But yeah, a big a big result. Oh, Juventus looked didn't look very good in this game. They did not nervous. look nervous. Yeah, in it, yeah, t- t- in it. I, uh, I mean, to, I
1: only really watched like the highlights back, but you could see from everything there was just nervousness in them, which they usually don't have, obviously, because they walked the but...
0: yeah, I, I mean, they lost Chilini very early, but they even before that, you know, looked a bit funny. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird because I mean, they have lacked composure this season, clearly in the first leg against Mala in, in, against madrid was the obvious one um and against spurs don't in, say in it. the first don't leg. oh you said it oh so the first leg you know they went to they, you know they went ahead twice or they went to a up, and you know they let that go and of Luckily, course
1: I completely outclassed them in not having composure and yeah well them. yeah
0: as they tend to do but um in the second leg of course as well with the penalty um, lost a heads, and you wonder if that's going to affect affect them now. Feeling like everything's going against them. No, you no. don't think you think they're going to hold out? They've been or relegated
2: he- and come back and won the league the same season. So, no.
0: Here's not a football hipster.
1: We've got a football not mainstreamer not. in here.
2: Well, I thought Phil was that. supporting Napoli though. I
1: Phil's the football Apple. hipster. I'll I'll no. be the football hipster too, and and I'll be anti-mainstream. All right.
0: <laughs> Do you have any evidence to back up being anti-mainstream?
1: Well, just see. It sounds like he wants Juventus to win the league, which
2: is a criminal offence. That is a criminal offence. It's pretty. I've got I've got Juventus coasters, so I've supported Juventus since like 2004. Hang yeah, on, well, hang on. I I've thought got you supported Napoli Bologna. On my eyeball, I don't support any
0: team. You love Bologna. <laughs> you also have a Napoli shirt, Elias. So don't I've start. Got,
2: that's my collection.
0: Yeah. Well, I would never Unless collect an Arsenal
2: if, if, if anybody wants to buy a liver, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sure he'd be interested. Well, trying to get see. trying to get a game back at, at If like, I now. get
2: like a week's wages from him, then yeah, sure, <laughs> that'd be nice.
0: Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. Um, Milan nil, Benevento one. Oh. Is it on? No, no. <laughs> no. Okay, the reason I put this in the running order is because now Milan. Of course, oh, are a great team. In the reverse fixture, it was the, the Benevento goalkeeper who scored the header. But this means Chievo are the only other team in Serie A not to beat Benevento this season. Um, and they play them in the second to last game, I think, or the last game of the season. So Milan, AC Milan, could literally be the only team not to beat Benevento in Serie A this season. Nice little stand, eh? Wow. Puts everything into perspective for Gennaro Gattuso. (laughs) (laughs) Signed a three-year deal literally weeks ago, and I don't think they've won since.
1: Are Milan in severe danger of not actually getting into Europe as well next year. After Uh, all. After all the uh, hype around them.
0: Well, they definitely can't get Champions League. I'm pretty sure. But they are in the final of the uh, Italian Cup.
1: What does (laughs) that lead to? Is that Europa qualification? I I mean,
0: if it is, it would be Europa, but I'm not sure if I assume it does. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, that may be their only way into Europe. We probably should research things like this if we're going to talk about it. That takes up a lot of time and when you're changing wheels and being ills and paying Um, bills... Um,
2: Needing pills because hay fever. Hay hay fever.
0: Thank you. you. And Barcelona won the Copa del Rey. 5-0. So yeah, that was good. Didn't even realise
1: it was the final. Just the results kept coming up and all the goals kept coming up and that was it.
0: Iniesta cried
1: Iniesta cries, I cry
0: mm. is it, Has Iniesta been at Barcelona Longer than Wenger's been at Arsenal? Is that
1: a... No, that's, a, that's, a,
2: that's a quiz question
0: Quickly, research I'll talk about the game a bit
2: Okay, no worries Iniesta's been at Barcelona uh, for 22 years oh, Wow
0: He didn't even start off at Barcelona That's a disgrace Wow, then why is he crying? I don't know but yeah, possibly his isn't last. That the,
1: isn't that the same as Arsene Wenger though?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is, and that's Maybe why it's so beautiful. Ah. Maybe we shouldn't say that because that might be what Wenger needs to stay one more week, one more year. But no. who knows? Um. Yeah. Would you? I mean, Iniesta looks like he's going to be off to China, um, because he doesn't want to play or have the possibility of playing Barcelona again in European competition. Um, one of the. Truly great midfielders. Yeah. Who signed a lifetime contract literally last year. <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah. said contracts were ever binding. Um, Michael, you wanted to talk about, well, not the Bundesliga, because that's over and rubbish. Oh, oh. But you wanted to talk about the second Bundesliga, well, which I don't I, know I how wanted, to say that in German.
1: I literally wanted to bring it up just because of the pure possibility that 16th place could still finish 5th and 4th place could still finish 15th or 1st so it's ridiculous there's 3 games to go I believe mm. and top is Dusseldorf who can finish between 1st and 4th, 2nd Nuremberg between 1st and 8th from that point onwards it gets pretty batty uh, so Jan Regensburg I'm guessing it is pronounced I don't know. It can still win the league but can also still finish 15th um <laughs> Bielefeld can still finish second in the league from fifth place, but can also get relegated in 16th. It is ridiculous. The points gap is, yeah, it's pretty crazy. There's only 12 points between 16th and third.
0: That is mad. That is complete madness. Um, Yeah, so check out, have a look at that table. I think Michael's got a graphic he might put on Twitter to show show the extent of it. It's mad. And, you know, they say all leagues are over. You just gotta look further afield. Just got a look further afield. Absolute lunacy. Um, lower leagues in England. Um, you guys were at St Andrews over the weekend, weren't you? What
1: do you mean lower leagues? But yes, we were.
0: <laughs> it's lower than Bundesliga 2, that's what I'm saying.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> yes, we were. Elias was the omen. I was. Birmingham won. Mark Duffy, if you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> I saw Nasty that he got booked word. for a
0: celebration and didn't even know he played for you before.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. He was so irrelevant for us. I'll say this to Elias during the game. For context, Mark Duffy pretty much like celebrated ridiculously in front of the Birmingham fans. He used to play for us. He played like four games. and It just wasn't because like there were, he wasn't hard done by. He wasn't even like talked about while he was there. He just didn't play because he wasn't good enough. Mm. I, I, I don't know where it came from. But justice was done, he was dragged off when Birmingham were winning 2-1, so unlucky, you fat ginger.
0: (laughs) Speaking of, uh, well, he didn't necessarily haunt you, maybe for a a few minutes, but uh, Darren Bent going back to his old club, Sunderland, and scoring two goals for Burton to relegate Sunderland. How about that? In the final five minutes as well. Brilliant. Good news for you. Good news for you guys.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
0: But for a moment there, Sunderland were winning. You were losing. I think Barnsley were losing as well.
1: I feel like Barnsley were drawing. I think at one point it was getting, yeah, it's it was all getting a little bit risky.
0: Yeah, but then hey, Sunderland gotta love them. Gotta love them because yeah. yes, y- you will always support a better club than Sunderland.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> that's what that's what we have to remember. Um. Some other crazy games in the championship. Bristol City five, Hull City <laughs> five.
2: It's an insane ending of the
1: game, wasn't it? <laughs> what just happened?
0: Insane game, I'd say. <laughs> it's an insane game. But um yeah, I don't I yeah, it's weird. Football's weird. Don't like it very much.
1: No, I can tell you a Spurs fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh Wolves celebrated their league. Wait, did they have they won the league yet or are they just promoted? But they four 0 anyway. I think they want to, but I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, they've
1: clinched the title, yeah, I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh, okay, there you go. Uh, Cardiff, hot on the hills, but not really, because they probably won't leave. But they're still in the uh, automatics, with their 2-1 winning not for Forest, so... Neil Warnock, trying to get him over the line. Do, do we think Cardiff are going to make it, or do we think Fulham's crazy run is going to see him pipping that second automatic spot? I want Fulham
2: to get promoted. <laughs> I want Fulham to get promoted. It is a really nice... Really nice stadium, and uh, I like the club, so... Mm.
0: Cardiff have their uh, important game in hand tonight, yeah. though, as we're recording, against derby <laughs> If they win that... Well, you'll well, have known if they win that, they'll be four points ahead of following with two games to spare.
2: It's going to be cold off, it's snowing in there. Well, they're literally playing derby. now, so that's... Uh, no. Well, it's, it's... No. Not I think, for the second half. I think Walnut said
0: that, to be fair. They asked yeah, he him... Said like, he
1: played it down, and he said there's no bad blood.
0: Mm. And there you it's go. A, blood blood blood. Yep. a Taylor Swift level of bad blood. No, okay, they're not having that one. They're not having that one. <sighs> no, I'm
1: not taking
0: that. It's not taking the bait. We're going down to League One now because Fleetwood have announced uh, that Joey Barton will be their manager next season for a three-year contract. That's a,
2: that, I feel like that is a long contract for a, like a first manager job. Mm. That's a
0: risk. That is a risk. That is. But a it's going to
1: pay off because what Joe Barton is a maestro.
0: He's a, He's a very intellectual man looking at some of his tweets. He can speak French as well.
1: Yeah. Don't forget. He um, um, must be really clever because he always won his bets. So. Was, oh, he stole it. Oh, sorry, mate. Go on. You good. say it. We'll just cut this bit out. You say it.
0: No, it's fine. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, that's really upset me now. I have that line ready and then you just interrupt me and stole it. That's fine. I'm me. sorry, bud. Don't even care. Um... Yeah, I think that's all we're going to talk about in the lower English leagues. <laughs> jokes, jokes, because we're going to Tamworth because Elias loves them because he manages them.
2: Tamworth, them. Have, Tamworth have been relegated to, I don't even know what, the, the English Eastman League or whatever. They, they're relegated from the Vanarama National League North um, after losing to um, Chorley, 4-3 at home.
1: Chorley not. <laughs>
2: And they're, they, they're playing uh, Gainsbury Trinity, who
0: what? Michael, I think that was your cue.
1: Oh, Gainsbury <laughs> Trinity. Sorry, I missed it. I've waited all episode for that cue. For the first time in their history, they have moved divisions, have been relegated. For the first time in 145 years.
0: That's a, that's a lot of years.
1: That is, I saw, I saw, that is a lot of years. That's not even just like a weird record. That's just like a holy... Record to put 145 th- years. How rubbish, but brilliant do you have to be to maintain that? To I wonder how many like last-minute scares was in those 145 years.
0: That's worrying. It's like commentary on the way. Commentary on the way. Um, but yeah, and to derby put, to put that into perspective, listeners, that is longer than Arsene Wenger's been at Arsenal and Iniesta's been and at Iniesta. Barcelona combined,
2: and that's a long time.
0: Elias Marco Marin, you've written down.
2: Yeah, but you haven't put in the running order, so I'm not going to talk about it. I've literally yeah, just I... set you up. Wow. So, Mark Maron, uh is playing for... Olympiakos. Olympiakos. Yeah. Uh, just uh, come from, like, there was a, a penalty call in the Olympiakos game. I can't remember playing. I should have had that. Uh, <laughs> but, Research. He, yeah, Olympi- the Olympiakos players went up to the referee and uh, complained, and... Mark Marion g- goes to shove the referee and he just falls down, um, d- diving. D- so, like, the referee would give himself a red card or something like that. Mm. Um, it's a bit a bit of a weird one if you haven't seen him. Mark <laughs> Marin's
0: a bit of a weird one, aren't
2: they? He's a great player. He's a Chelsea legend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like he was treated the same way as Kevin De Bruyne, but their careers took very different <laughs> trajectories. Tra- 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 <laughs> um well,
2: Marin He's coming to in this season,
1: Michael.
2: Yo, that's a... That, that that's could a... happen. Max Meyer going over to Olympiakos, and uh, you get Michael Marin. Wasn't Mark Marin at
0: Max level. Wasn't Marco Marin at Hamburg? He
1: was. He's been everywhere, mate. He's yeah. probably going to feature on Journeyman soon.
0: <laughs> yep. Good shout. Good shout. Get your research done. I'm going to talk, talk about, break, man, I
1: think you're on about
0: yeah. Well, if you can't cut it there, then how's he going to cut it at the mighty Schalke? Am I right, Marcel? Yeah. Am I right? am I right? Um, Artem Zubr. Am I pronouncing that correctly, Elias? Okay. Well, the Russian striker, who has played for the likes of Russia, and I is on loan Zuba. from Zenit <laughs> Saint Petersburg at I Arsenal know you were Tula.
1: That's how bad it was.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but Artem Zhuba, who is on loan from Zenit St. Petersburg to Arsenal Tula. Arsenal Tula played Zenit St. Petersburg this weekend, and um, he stumped up the cash to pay the clause in his contract so that he could play this game. Now, players playing against their parent club is rare. We know this in the Premier League, but it does happen. Lamola Loalua scored against uh, Newcastle, of course, for Portsmouth once, I remember. But, um, yeah, this guy, Artem Juba, he paid his own clause to you know, so he could play in the game, and then he goes and scores an 88th minute free free equaliser, awesome. and runs in front of Roberto Mantini doing the the old thumbs on the back celebration. Like this is my mm-hmm. name, which was nice, which was nice. Love I love that. It's a lovely little little clip, but yeah, I thought he was uh, quite yeah. good. So I don't know why he's not or wasn't playing for Zenit, but hey, didn't uh,
2: even get a yellow card for that, which is even better.
1: I'm which- just looking at that game before the 80th minute. Arsenal, Tulu were winning 3-1 and then they did concede 2. So did you get a point out? That's probably not too great and probably doesn't prove much. Hmm.
0: Wait, you said they were winning
1: 3-1? They were winning 3-1 and then uh, they conceded in the 80... Sorry, 2-1. There we go, Sorry, Yeah, (laughs) they were winning 2-1. Yeah, okay, okay. And then they conceded in the 82nd and 84th minute to be 3-2 down. So, (laughs) not quite sure how that one holds up for me.
0: Hmm just Russian football, isn't it? That's what we're going to be enjoying in the summer. <laughs> <We
1: didn't bottle>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Celtic didn't win last weekend. Aww. No, this weekend. I don't know. I don't no, pay really. Enough. They drew with someone. I don't know. I can't remember. Lost was... I don't know. Celtic. Who cares? Um, That's a point. Brendan Rodgers linked with the Arsenal job. What, we, <laughs> we should mention that. He's a that's Chelsea fun. fan. He's a Chelsea fan. He might even be a good appointment. <laughs> Get the good, good football flowing. It'd be nice. Yeah. Um, Shall we call an end to part three?
2: I feel like we're grasping at straws. Soon. We are
0: grasping at many straws. Plastic straws. Ban them immediately. Um, anyway, we'll be back for part four very soon.
1: Hey, guess what? The In the Mixer Show now has a new YouTube channel where you can subscribe to listen to our podcast weekly, as well as access exclusive content such as outtakes, previews, and us getting lost in Moscow. Bye
0: hello ladies and gentlemen welcome back to part four of the in the mixer podcast i just went full robot uh yeah we're gonna play some journeyman now
1: yes
0: so michael is the host with that yes he was gonna host last week but of course things got in the way i still can't remember why we didn't do it last week i feel like it could have worked
2: because i i wanted to beat you up if you won.
0: oh okay yeah, okay. Maybe it's for my own safety. Go on, Michael. That's
2: right, everybody. Journeyman
1: is back. And today the theme was the theme that I was would have fitted in last week. We were talking about City winning the league and all the records they could break. So this Journeyman episode is inspired by records or record holders, should I say. Ooh, Vinyls. Oh yes shelves <laughs> and some Shut of these up. you're going to wish why did i not get that why did i get that one and other people are going to wish i'm glad I didn't get that one so the toss really matters in this one so who's going first heads or tails phil tails hang on i always um, go heads coin toss phil's gone tails
2: i've also gone tails
1: it's heads elias would no, you like to go tails. first or second I feel
2: like Phil should go
1: first. You want Phil to go first? All right. So, your player this week, Phil, is the youngest player to ever play in the Premier League.
0: (gasps) It's Matthew Briggs. Oh, nice! This isn't—I don't think this is that bad. Um, I'm going to say Fulham. Correct. Arsenal. Arsenal. Wait, I'm
2: thinking. Oh God.
1: (laughs) Arsenal is. (laughs) <laughs> incorrect. Um, Colchester, yeah, it, Colchester. Was really, it was a really tough one And I knew it was a really tough one Who am I thinking
2: I, of? I, just,
0: I don't know, you know fring pong
2: That's a good start isn't it <laughs>
1: so, so Phil takes the lead Other teams that you could have had Were Lake Orion
2: Yes we'll get to that okay. Peterborough yeah, that's, <laughs> You've got one now not Arsenal. I, I don't know I, I just see him in an Arsenal show Who am I thinking of? He looks like somebody. Can Bristol get? City, oh. Watford, Millwall,
1: Colchester, of course, Phil. Millwall, yeah. Which is why I was like, "Oh, this is this is a really tough one." If because I thought people would get Fulham because of the record, but then Phil would get Colchester. Yeah, uh, and, and then Chesterfield and Barnet. <coughs> so they he taste. actually plays for Guyana um, in the Caribbean national team, even though. Um, He played for England under 16s, 17s, 19s, 20s, and 21s. 16 years and 65 days of age when he made his debut. So um, we're going to toss it over. Elias, it's your turn to go first this time. Arsenal. It's another. It's (laughs) (laughs) another.
0: Is it Arsenal Bender?
1: It's actually the player that held this record before Matty Briggs. Which is Gary McSheffrey? Oh, who yes.
2: the hell? Yes, is... yes. yes. <laughs> I've got three. Uh, I've got three. Sounds like he sounds Scottish. Why does he sound Scottish? I have no idea. Should I just like? Throw... Michael's actually mentioned him, so it's I. I feel like
0: I. I can toss one of Michael's teams in. Say Schalke. Many. Say Schalke.
2: No, but I feel like if I say Birmingham City.
0: You'd be correct. Correct. <laughs> Coventry.
2: I, I literally have no idea, so I'm just going to sh- I'm not going to say shell because I'm going to say Doncaster Rovers.
1: Of course, Coventry is correct, and so is Doncaster Rovers. <laughs> Sheff-
0: Sheffield United. I don't
1: know. Uh, was Sheff- is Sheffield United correct?
0: I'm sure it is.
1: Ooh, is it not? Um, of his many teams, Sheffield United is not no. I think you're thinking of Scunthorpe. Oh. Scunthorpe. So the teams you could have had, uh, of course, Coventry, Phil said. I.K. Braga in Sweden. Elias, you should have got that one. Um, right. <laughs> Stockport County, Luton, Birmingham City, Nottingham Forest, Leeds United, Chesterfield, Scunthorpe United, Doncaster Rovers, Eastleigh, and Grimsby Town. I can't believe he, he didn't play the... for Sheffield
0: United. Maybe, they, maybe that was, was just like an like LMA manager or something.
1: Probably. He was, of course, as I. Uh, mentioned the youngest player before Matty Briggs made his debut for Fulham. Somehow it's won all. Not quite sure how, but um, Elias takes the point.
2: (laughs) That's a disgrace. What a a point.
1: And it's going back over to Phil. We're going to the other end. Oldest goal scorer in the Premier League. Phil, do you know who it is? Teddy Sheringham. It is Teddy Sheringham, Elias. So Phil, TS, give us some Teddy
0: Sheringham clubs. Um, Spurs. Correct. Manchester United. Correct. Can't Did I he have to play nice. for them? D-
1: well, you um, would just say the club, and I'll say if you. <laughs> no, no, we'll go with no. Okay,
0: Millwall. I'm pretty sure he played for him, but
1: right, he played 220 games for Millwall. Okay, so... So there you
0: go then.
2: Uh, West Ham. Correct.
0: Uh, Portsmouth.
2: Correct.
1: Colchester. G-D-Mill. Yes, I thought Phil would get that one.
0: <laughs> um Tolchester, was it?
1: Yeah, that's we've already said that was Um There's Four more to go, three, four more to go. Have we
0: had West Ham? We've had West Ham. So we've had West Ham, we've had Portsmouth. And Millworth, Spurs. Um oh oh that might be wrong. I'll say Nottingham Forest. Correct.
2: Okay. And I know another team because he was in the Swedish league and playing the girls for- Joe It's been a Joe
1: He played. He did play for Joe wow. Correct. I hate him for that. I hate <laughs> it. Um, Phil, I, I like, There's, there's two more. There's two more. I will accept the like the second one.
0: Technically, he played Danielle Loy, but I don't think she's a football club. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> she? No, no, not she. He, she. I'm, I'm, <laughs> surely. <laughs> He just seems like a player that would have played for QPR. So I'm just say QPR.
1: Incorrect, I'm ah. afraid. I would have said it's a pretty good guess. It does seem like it. The, the other teams you could have had Aldershot and then Stevenage, you didn't actually play any games for them, but I would have allowed it. So Stevenage was the final one. So Elias takes the point and takes a I 2 just 1 hat.
2: You, you're gone. <laughs> that was no, a pretty a clutch my... one. Oh.
1: See, I expected um, you to get the. Jagerdans won and failed to get the Colchester one, but it, it didn't quite didn't quite go like that. So uh throwing it back over to Elias. It's not the oldest goal scorer, this time it's the youngest. James Vaughan. James Vaughn. James Vaughn. Vaughn. Elias this Welsh horrible. Give me a team James Vaughan has
2: played for. Uh, I still feel like he's Welsh. Uh, like I, oh, I know he plays for Wigan now, doesn't he? He does. Correct. He does play for Wigan at the moment.
0: Um, Phil. Yeah. Hi.
1: Hello, James Vaughan. Everton. That yeah, of course, That's where he started his career yeah. and the and probably the most obvious form. Elias.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I feel like he's Welsh. I don't know why I feel like he's Welsh. He sounds like a Welsh player.
0: Ooh. I know um, the answer to that question if he's Welsh or not. But I'm not going to say. I'm know. not going to say if it's true or false cuz I don't want to help.
2: No, but I'm going to just say Cardiff.
1: I'm scanning up and down the list. And Cardiff isn't one of the teams.
0: <laughs> he's thinking of David Vaughan.
1: I th- oh, I was going to say yeah. I was <laughs> So the teams you could have had... Sheffield United? Der- Derby County, Leicester City, Crystal Palace, Norwich City, Huddersfield, Birmingham City, Elias.
2: Oh, man.
1: Always gets Birmingham City when I'm hosting. <laughs> Bury,
2: Sunderland, and of course, Wigan. I
0: wouldn't been. even have got it right. Wow. Uh, oh,
2: didn't David Vaughan also play for... Sunderland. Sunderland. Yeah. yeah. I could have I got, I
0: could have got like three points <laughs> I would have got that wrong as well because I would have said Sheffield United again.
1: What's the score now then?
0: Two all. Two, two all.
1: The the next one, who's going it first? It's yours, isn't it, Phil? It's me,
0: yeah. How many we got of these, by the way? Sorry.
1: Uh, we, we've got seven, the usual seven.
0: Seven of the best. Best the seven. And uh,
1: this player we're going for was uh, actually midfielder of the year wow. uh, in the two thousand and five two thousand and six season. Uh, Where one of the clubs he played for set a record. I'll talk about that after. Sean Wright
0: Phillips. Phillips. Oh, Uh, nice. Oh no, wait, no, that's horrible. (laughs) mm. Okay. Uh, Chelsea.
2: Elias. Oh, I thought you can like
0: confirm it, (laughs) then.
2: Yeah, Chelsea. (laughs) Manchester City.
1: Correct.
0: Um. Um. So I've got two, but I know Elias knows the other one, so...
2: I know every single one
0: for Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I guess I'll have to say QPR. Yeah?
2: And I'll say New York, a Red Bulls. Fuck.
0: <sighs> okay! <sighs> I'm stuck.
2: Um, Don't say the team, if he's...
0: I want, to, I want to do. All right, okay. So he so he went City, Chelsea, back to City, and then he would have gone to QPR, and then he would have gone to. I reckon he's gone to like India or something ridiculous. So I'm never going to get this. Um, I'm trying to think of Premier League teams he might have played for. Got no idea. I'll just, no, I'll just say Birmingham.
1: <laughs> no, well, I mean, I, I appreciate the effort. Elias takes the point. It's three two. You could have also had New York Red Bulls two, um, because he technically played. I'm not having that. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have actually been a stickler for that one. Uh, the record associated was Chelsea with the most points ever in a Premier League season, which of course Man City are chasing. And <laughs> sure, right for its midfield of the year. Um, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, so 3 2, Elias. I think you've got the opportunity to wrap this one up here. This person has already been mentioned in the podcast today. Nice. Um, and for the exact reason as well that he's uh, featuring. So uh, scored a winning goal in a 2004 2005 season, uh, which is the lowest points total set by which team, though? It's Kieran Richardson. <laughs> wow.
2: <sighs> nice. Kieran, can, can I say. Uh can I say what I've always wanted to say?
1: Um, oh, uh, it depends. Uh,
2: I think I will say that.
1: Okay. Manchester United.
0: All right. <laughs> Phil? I do is like. I was expecting as he really <laughs>
1: impactful. It's like I hate Kieran Richardson. What? Or Kieran what is... Richardson is my dad, or something.
0: <laughs> do you say Manchester United? He yes. did. Okay, West Bromwich Albion.
1: Correct.
2: Uh, Aston Villa.
1: Correct.
0: <laughs> Sunderland?
1: Correct. Fulham. No. Correct. No. There is
0: one team remaining. Wait, really?
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> oh, oh, man. This is this is the worst thing. Mm-hmm. So, what have been said? So, Manchester United, West Brom...
1: Sunderland, Fulham, Fulham, Aston Villa, and there is one team remaining.
0: Um. Oh no! How
1: does it feel like every we we always end up in this position for you this episode?
0: Because Ennis is so good at this game, is stupid. Stop him. To be
2: fair, this episode has been like good for me. I feel. My- Michael and I have been talking a bit behind the scenes. It's not that, <laughs> not,
1: sorry, not, not, that doesn't mean I've, no, let's let's quash all Well, let's just
0: <laughs> hang on, hang on a minute. No, hang no, on no, a
1: minute. no, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> this, this, if I
1: had a help trap why would you have dropped me in it? But I didn't help him out.
0: This Journeyman episode, the points are now void. I, I believe you've literally
1: mentioned Kieran episode, Kieran episode, <laughs> <laughs> Kieran Richard, this episode. <laughs> well.
0: Um yeah, I know I have. Um I I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> there's a lot riding on this.
1: There is. Ellis can wrap it up here. Oh,
0: who would have been stupid enough to sign him? QPR. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Close oh. it Feels like a QPR played.
1: It's Cardiff. Right. Malky Mackay's Cardiff, maybe, I think?
0: That's the name we shouldn't mention on this podcast.
1: Is it? So, <laughs> yeah, we we not hit the nail on the head with all on there. Kieran Richardson scoring the winning goal at the Hawthorns in the 2004-2005 season against Portsmouth, meaning West Brom finished on a record low of 34 points and the club still stayed up. He's currently first club the to, lowest.
0: Sorry, they were the first club to um do the classic... Bottom at Christmas and stay up. The first yeah. club to do that in the Premier and, League.
1: And also the lowest points record for a club that remained in the division. So,
0: Which is more impressive now than the other one. <laughs> yeah. Um, it low. doesn't
1: mean Elias wins it, though.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm, can you smell that?
0: Was it ever the in doubt? Well,
2: to be fair, this episode was good for me.
1: So, the final play... Who is even, who, who's even going first this time? It doesn't even oh, matter. Tell me. Go, El, Phil, oh, you're yeah. going first. Yeah. Um... Scored a winning goal in uh, another record breaking season, but for all the wrong reasons. Um, It's Kenny Miller.
0: Oh, wow. It's Derby, isn't it? One first to Derby, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Rangers.
1: That is the worst Rangers impression. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we'll just go. Yeah, I'm not even going to. Three times for Rangers, by the way.
0: um, Hmm. Hmm. Um. I've got one, but I want to save it.
1: Okay. But I'm
0: what not sure the other it? one is correct. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: Why don't you go for the one you want to save, then, so you don't get this wrong? Because well, if that's you wrong, lost I look anyway. really stupid. Anyway.
0: Yeah. True. Wolves. Correct. Celtic. Correct. Wh- wait. What?
1: Yeah. When? Um, 2006 to 2007, playing 33 games.
0: Unreal, my life is my world has turned upside down now with that revelation um oh, 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 oh no, I can't remember who.
1: <laughs> what was your little pocket pick you wanted to save?
0: Oh, Cardiff there you go, yeah,
2: you're welcome. That's correct, by the way
0: thank you i was a
2: massive amelles fan during yeah, the this, season, this, yeah. 13 14 season so bank uh, of the white Cats. <laughs> correct <laughs> so... was that the
1: title winning team it... oh no that, that on, was their right? first
2: montreal impact i think oh did they win it the... yeah
1: okay um phil it's back over to you bud i mean there's a few to pick from oh oh um birmingham uh no actually um <laughs> 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 the remaining ones you could have had were uh Oh and, and <laughs> with Scott Sten- Carson. With Scott Carson. Stenhouse Moore and oh. Hibernian. I would have also accepted it's Hutchinson Vale.
0: I was gonna say fucking Hibs as well.
1: Um so that rounds it off. Elias takes the victory convincingly convincingly this week. Um uh, Kenny Miller, by the way, scored the goal in Derby's only win in the 2007-2008 season and that was 1-0 against Newcastle which is the still the lowest... Wait, he scored that? Yep. Yeah. I thought that was Emmanuel Villa. No, it was Kenny Miller. I, trust me, I did my research for this one to make sure
0: this episode was the best ever. That was in January, that game.
1: Brilliant, thank you for that. And that, that you might have been no
0: why? Because he might he have still just lost. signed for them. Well, of course, you would going to lose when you're feeding him answers behind the back. I of the didn't
1: room. feed him any answers. <laughs> How would he have got Gary McSheffrey? No, not Gary McSheffrey. Matthew Briggs and James Vaughan so wrong.
0: You said Manchester. Security.
1: What was it? Arsenal. Then what was it for James Vaughan? Cardiff.
2: I still don't know who I'm thinking of. Matthew Briggs. He looks like somebody. Matt Mills. No, <laughs> <he> didn't know. <laughs> That's
1: another Matt good one, Mills. though. Matt Mills. Oh, who's the other one? I'm thinking of a QPR centre-back. Grant Hill.
2: Oh, Ned Manoa. <laughs> yes. Or Chris Samba.
1: Oh, Grant Hill. That's an NBA player, isn't it? Is it Grant Hill? Grant Hall. <laughs> 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 we've got we've got all next weeks lined up already. Yes. Elliot, I believe it's your turn to
2: host next week. so. <sighs> I'll be up
0: for it. might have a chance. <laughs> Although has beaten me, me twice. Me? Oh, no, That's no, I beat you because you bottled once. the 3-0 lead.
1: Thank you for that. Well, <laughs> guess what? You bought the FA Cup of the league,
0: so. <laughs> and Champions
1: League. Uh, and well, Champions League, by the way.
0: Join us what, next did week. What you the calling cup? Oh, shut up. Join us next week for the In The Mixer podcast while I'll be putting the pressure on, Michael. And, um, yeah, we will see you then. So it's a goodbye from me and a goodbye from these two. Goodbye
1: freedom
0: freedom indeed and we will catch you next time in the mix
1: bye